0: we begin at the bottom of the end of daf the pasuk says that you should never get rid of the salt you always have to have salt together with all carbonas that are brought on the mizbeach so now, first we have just a one-column maimer, which is very cabalistical and different, difficult to understand by itself. Followed by a longer ex- explanation according to Hasidus, which makes it easier to understand it. So first the <coughs> maimer itself. So salt uh, gives flavor to whatever you add it uh, to. For example, when you add salt to meat, it gives flavor to the meat. Like the uh, like it says, would, would you eat bland food without salt? In other words, salt improves the meat and without the salt, the meat doesn't have a good flavor. And uh, so in, in effect, it's not, It's in Hebrew, we use the term mamtekes, it's sweetening the meat. Not that it becomes sweet, but it, that it, beca- it makes the meat tasty. Whereas when you have salt by itself, it tastes disgusting. But when you add it to meat, it makes the meat taste good. So the reason is because salt has both, now it goes over to the top of Daftalad, salt itself is gvura. Specifically, the spiritual source of salt is gvura within chachma. And and, uh, therefore now, now uh, salt comes from water uh, you heat up the water until it evaporates and then you're left with the salt mayim water is chesed it's on the side of kindness whereas salt is on the side of severity and that's why it's got a sharp taste but Although although it is on the side of severity and it has that sharpness to it, but it also, like water, has a, the which is from the side of kindness. Salt also has a, a chesed to it, and therefore, although it it, it originates as gevura within chachma, it then descends into chesed within binah. So now, chachma is the original source; that's the initiation of the idea, the conception, and then knows where the development. So once salt is developed, it actually, in other words, it becomes chesed. It's like in the meat, it becomes tasty, whereas by itself, it's disgusting. So. Now we know that flavor. The idea of flavor comes from chokmah. It's interesting that the Hebrew word for flavor is tam, which is the same word which is also used for reasoning. And uh, Chachma, There's different ways to spell out Hashem's name: yud kevavkei. So, uh, and depending on the the spiritual style. So when you spell it out: yud vav dalad hey yud vav yud vav. And then Hayyud, so that's Shem Ab, the name of Hashem, with the numerical value of 72. Chachma, so, Shem Ab, gives flavor, because like we said, that flavor is connected to Chachma. And uh, because it's uh, it's from Gevura, so it itself doesn't taste good, but once it comes down into binna then it's Chesed and therefore gives good flavor to the meat. Now, to understand uh, the concept of meat spiritually, so uh, meat is uh, bina. Uh, like we see that the that uh, there's different parts of the baby, and some come from the father, and some come from the mother. So the flesh, the like Gemara says, of the baby is uh, is from the mother, uh, and 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 therefore, the, bina, which is the mother, the development of the, of the idea, which is like the development of the fetus inside the mother. Uh, so, so uh, that is the meat. It represents bina, and that's where the salt goes. It, it becomes nice chesed within uh, that. It gives a good flavor to bina to the meat. Uh, also. It says in Zayar bechachma is that in chachma that's where refinement happens. Uh, that because in chachma that's where it uh, it uh, refines all uh, concealment of kaliness to separate the uh, good out away from the bad. And uh, when a person eats. Uh, so he he eats either he takes the good and leaves the bad or he pushes away the bad and leaves the good. Uh, so he's not involved in a in a he's not invested in a personal way and in, with a lot of engrossment in what is trying to refine. It just happens that uh, I, I I wonder that the refinement happens without uh, engrossment and without being heavily involved. Uh, for example, and uh, similarly with, with the creation of food, that, uh, that uh, cheese, it comes from the milk separates, there's the whey and the more watery part, uh, and then some of it becomes cheese. And that's what, when you put a stomach into milk, then it, uh, the stomach sort of pulls towards it, the, the thicker part of the milk and becomes cheese. So now, when you eat cheese, you don't taste the, the a meat flavour of the stomach of the, the stomach of the cow, but it still causes the two parts of the milk to separate from each other, and the thicker part becomes cheese, and the thinner part is this watery um, uh, liquid. So although the, the stomach of the cow caused it to happen, but it's not invested in a engrossed way that you can actually taste it there. So the same thing with chachma; it causes refinement without being actively involved. That uh, what previously had bad mixed in, now all of a sudden it tastes it. Now all of a sudden it's uh, separated, and there's only good. Uh, and uh, this is the, also the idea of salt; that salt separates the blood. It takes the blood out of the meat. So it's taking away the negative from within the food, and that's because salt comes from gevura within khachma. So Chachma is where refinement happens, and gavura is, in particular, severity. Is 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 where you where bad will be pushed away and separated out and away, and that's why salt pushes away meat, uh, pushes away blood from the meat. Uh, similar to that similar to the process of cheese making, which also separates in the two parts of the milk. Now the uh, source of the concept of uh, salt is the Baitzina of the Carissa, this measuring stick. Um, because a measuring stick is that, the idea of a measuring stick is that it that there's a limited amount of uh, spiritual light only until here and that's like salt, which is gavura, which is severity. Now, the numerical value of melach, which is salt, is the same as Masla. Now mazal, uh, and Mazla in Aramaic, it is, uh, which means uh, Mazl is like this uh, flow of energy. Uh, and, and it says that Abba, Yoynek, that Abba, Chachma, which is like the father of initiation, um, the conception, com, uh, comes from Mazl, this, uh, which is its spiritual source in the 13 attributes of mercy beyond Chachma. And the source of uh, Mazla is in Moichas we'll explain all these uh, Kabbalistic ideas more um, uh, throughout the Mamre, hopefully. And uh, so Masla comes from Moichas the the hidden mind, the subconscious, perhaps. And, uh, so we, and within Moichas Timah, so, so in terms of Hashem, there's Chachmah of then there's the Moichas this hidden mind beyond Atzillus, and in it, in, in it uh, shines the gvura of atik, the severity within Hashem's deepest, unlimited uh, self, atik, which is the the inner part of uh, keser. And uh, <coughs> this uh, gvura, severity within atik, is what is what is called by tinnut kardanis of the measuring stick. And it measures all light which comes down from Hashem, how it should come down, how much should come down, and all the kalim, all the vessels that hold the light, how, how big they should be, how much light they should hold. And that's the idea of the. It says that the curtain, uh, the, the material in the Mishkan, is, will be 28 ames. An idea of measuring how many, exactly how many ames and exact sizes, that's this measuring stick. And the ama, the um, which is the measure from the middle finger until the elbow that you use to measure everything else, so the amma itself is not not there. It's just how much of everything else you'll have. You only allowed 28 ammas of, of, of this uh, material. Uh, so that's like the uh, refinement where you're not involved, but you're causing, But the Chochmah is not involved, but it's causing the refinement or the stomach of the cow. It's not in the cheese, but it causes the cheese to form. And uh, th- therefore, there's the we have the minic to put salt on the table to and this protects one of the reasons is that this shields us from misery from hardship from affliction, and that's because salt is connected to Gvura and it but it sweetens Gvura. In other words, when you put salt with meat, it makes the meat nice, and so therefore, uh, putting salt on the table sweetens all uh, judgment and severity. Because in order to uh, cure judgment, you have to take some judgment. You have to take some glorious severity, and that's how you could you could cure severity. That's the end of the first ice. Similarly, there's also this idea in Torah that Kabbalah is like salt, which uh, Kabbalah is hidden and it's uh, not, not it's beyond our understanding. It's hard for us to relate to it. Uh, like we can relate to halacha, the nigla, the revealed part of Torah that we understand, that makes sense, it's within our world, but, but Kabbalah is di- difficult. But still, it gives a flavour to all the rest of the food, to the bread and the meat, and similarly Kabbalah gives a flavour to the rest of our Torah uh, because the whole world and the way nature works and everything works is according to the rules of the inner parts of Torah, of Kabbalah, and also, when a person is involved in Torah, so uh, so then he's introducing this uh, salt, which gives flavor to the rest of his Torah. And uh, like it says, so that the entire world was made with Chachma, so the Chachma, which is related to salt and to Kabbalah, affects all the rest of creation. And that's why every carbon had to have salt, because uh, refinement happened in Chachma. And... The carbonas, the sacrifices are in order to refine the animal soul. And therefore, you need salt there. The salt is called melach bris elikecha, the salt of the covenant of your God. And the idea of a covenant is uh, this bond between Creator and creations, and it it ha- the bond is based on the uh, on uh, the level of, uh, of of godliness called of chokmah. Uh, and and uh, this uh, idea of this eternal covenant, this of salt, is related to the fact that it says that when Mashiach comes in the future, in, in Lasi Lavei, uh, Hashem will, Hashem will leaves the Livyasan salts the Livyasan and and leaves it for uh, preserves it and leaves it for the righteous when Mashiach comes, and uh, then when they eat that special feast then will be when we finally uh, re- when we uh, grasp uh, this uh, livios and this uh, uh, high godly um, uh, under- understanding that we'll have a Mashiach but it only happens through preserving it with salt and uh, that concludes the maimer itself now there'll be a long explanation on the maimer so first of all Naltreus says that in his own book, in Tanya peret Chapter 3, he explains that the soul has ten parts which which correspond to the ten godly lights, the ten spheres, and it says that the very soul is those ten levels, but the truth is I didn't fully explain there, and I didn't explain, Naltreus says, that even Chachma, which is the highest of the ten levels, which is the conception of an idea, it's still not the soul itself. It's only a vessel to the essence of the soul. Just as uh, the mind is only a vessel to intellect, similarly, I- intellect is only a vessel to the essence of the soul. But we don't know that the intellect is the soul itself because. Intellect doesn't say the same. Sometimes a person can understand more, and other times in his day or his life he can understand less uh, because sometimes his mind is clearer than at other times, and sometimes he says things that don't make sense. So we see that there's change, and therefore we can't say that's the essence of the soul because the essence doesn't change. Uh, We can't even say that uh, it's all one thing. Uh, because uh, and seichel, intellect is part of it. So Se- intellect is really only a vessel of the soul, even rotson, desire, which is deeper within the person, because a person might want something beyond any logical reason. Like when Hashem said to Moshe, Kahala, quiet, this is what I decided, without giving any reason. Uh, so that's uh, and that's also not the essence. That's called the skull, which is around the brain which is also only a vessel, not the essence. And uh, that's why we see that throughout life, intellect uh, develops. The, the, the child the child has very small intellect, and as he grows, the, his intellect grows as well, until elderly, uh, the elderly scholars, the older they get, uh, the wiser they get, whereas people who weren't occupied in uh, intellect, so as they get older uh the 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 gemara says that they their intellect that they get uh, less uh, um uh, less intellect now the soul was inside the person from when he was in a from when he was a baby so then how come when he's young his intellect is small and then it grows it must be that the soul itself is not intellect it's beyond intellect intellect is only something that comes from it uh, when it when that you have when the person has a mind a brain so then that can uh, hold hold the uh, intellect and it can be revealed within the brain now in a child uh, because of the small brains therefore intellect can't shine it can't be revealed so much whereas the soul is equal from when a baby throughout his whole life what is the soul then it is a the piece of godliness <clears throat> beyond the ten levels, the ten spheres. It's just a simple light. And that's what the Maral writes, that if you want to say that if Hashem is not intellect or something, um, and certainly Hashem Hashem's not, um, uh, Hashem's not something physical, so then what is Hashem? So the response is that just as with the soul that we don't understand what the soul is, just how much more so someone wants to say he understands Hashem, that's stupidity. So if someone says that Hashem is physical, that's, of course, it's heresy and it's foolishness. But similarly to say that Hashem is intellect is is similarly uh, foolishness. You can't ask this question because the person can never understand Hashem. So what it's saying is that both Hashem and the soul are both above intellect. Um, So just as it is with us, so too it is with Hashem. Or just as it is with Hashem, so too it is with us. Like it says, That Hashem says, let us make man in our form, that the neshama, the soul is similar to Hashem. With that with both of them, they're not intellect. They're just this simple godliness. Uh, where <coughs> and because it's simple, so it can't be intellect, because because intellect has is has a specific form, whereas uh, the soul is just simple. And uh, <coughs> uh, and uh, like it says in Tanya, that when the Rambam says that Hashem is Hu Amad the ultimate of intellect. And the Kabbalists agreed with him. They only mean when Hashem's unlimited light shines within the worlds, within the world of Atsilus, um, but not beyond Atsilus because <clears throat> the Maharal completely refutes what the, the Rambam as being True, at, that it's not true at the ultimate level, and uh, and Hashem is not like the Maral says Hashem is not called baruchu, the holy intellect, is called a the holy one, blessed be He. Um, not the intellect, blessed be He, because we don't know what Hashem is, it's beyond any of our understanding, and that's the idea of being holy. Holy means separated and beyond. Uh, now over the page, but according to that result, both the Maral and the Ramam are both correct because Hashem's unlimited light itself is definitely beyond intellect, like the Maral says. But still, when Hashem's, oh, self, when Hashem's unlimited light encloses itself with through Tinsumim, through contractions into worlds, uh, so then the Ramam is correct, then Hashem encloses himself, in intellect, like it says, Hashem is wise, but not with the wisdom we know. That's only once Hashem's light comes into worlds and into spheres. So, what do we see from all this? That intellect is only a vessel for our insight. Now, although in Tanya it explains that the soul comes from Chachma. Just like the child comes from the, the the seed from the father originally comes from his mind, and then it goes down until it becomes a whole new person. What we mean is not that it that we just mean that chokma is the clay is the vessel in which Hashem's unlimited light shines. But really, uh, the neshamas the soul is not from chokma; it, it's from Hashem's unlimited light, which Encloses itself in chachma before it then uh, comes down as a soul, like it says in Agares uh that that uh, about the seed which which is the conception of the fetus uh, that it's it, it is enclosed, it's this it comes from the soul as it is enclosed in the intellect and that's why the, the child looks like the the parents. And uh, so what we're saying is that the intellect is only the vessel for the soul, but the Yechidah, the essence of the soul, is really beyond intellect. And Yechidah in Kabbalistic terms comes from Ak, from Odom Kadmon, which is beyond intellect. And uh, this is, and see the what we explain on the Pasuk of al Bilam about how the uh, hidden love that the soul has for Hashem comes from the Kotzeh Yud, the crown above the Yud. The Yud is Chachma. The crown above the Yud is beyond Chachma, meaning that the soul ultimately comes from beyond Chachma. Base. So now, that's why... Um, Maseros nefesh, the 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 idea of giving oneself up completely to Hashem, to 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 be totally uh, devoted and dedicated to Hashem, comes from the essence of the soul above intellect, which is which is nullified before Hashem's essence above chachma, like a like a flame in that wants to just become part of the torch. Not intellect itself wouldn't be enough because intellect is only a vessel and also chachmah is only a vessel. But what really is happening is the essence of the soul connects the essence of Hashem beyond Chachmah. And that's what we mean when we say in Shema, that we should love Hashem Hashem, and we try to love Hashem with all our soul. Uh, Not only that we think, do, think, speak and do what Hashem wants, but we give our whole self up to Hashem. And that's uh, why there's no reason, there's no explanation from a serious nefesh for giving oneself up for Hashem because it's beyond intellect. On the other hand, about loving Hashem, we can give a reason. Love Hashem because Hashem is our life. is our life, uh, our whole, bit, uh, the fact that we are here is because Hashem's enlivening us. That, uh, that we can explain. But to give oneself up for Hashem, that is beyond intellect. It's, it's just the essence of the soul connecting to the essence of Hashem. This is also why Torah is the greatest mitzvah. It says, That this Torah study is equal to all mitzvahs together. And also why right after we, after we talk about Avas Hashem, we talk about loving Hashem, it says, You should speak words of Torah. Right after it says that we should love Hashem with all our might, which all our might represents an unlimited love of Hashem. How do we uh, quench this thirst? Through speaking words of Torah. And uh, now, when we say "bechol immediately before, which means to give our whole self up, to get, uh, to get that we love, it, we're willing to give ourselves up to die for Hashem. But "bechol also means that we'll give our whole self, meaning our thoughts, speech, and action that they should all be aligned and bound to Hashem, to the holy thought, speech, and action of Hashem's Torah and Mitzvahs. So how do these two words both fit in? On one hand, B'chon Hashem means to give ourselves up to Hashem. On the other hand, it means that our thought, speech, and action should be one with how they should be according to Torah and Mitzvahs. They're totally different meanings. Giving oneself up seems to be a a much deeper commitment than than, uh, aligning one's thought, thought, speech, and action. So the explanation is Torah is Hashem's Chachmah, is Hashem's wisdom from the highest world, from the world of Atsilus, which receives from Aurinse from Hashem's unlimited light. That's why Torah is called a Mashu Akanmoni. It's a metaphor for the original one, meaning that Chachmah is like a metaphor for Hashem's unlimited light itself. It holds it in it, although it is it is below. Uh, uh, Are so in safe blow Hashem's actual unlimited light. And Chachmah uh, of uh, the highest order of Attilos then descends into Chachmah intellect of the lower worlds of Biya, Briyatir, and Asiya to get involved in the halacha, talking about physical things, talking about agriculture and carrying on Shabbos. When a person learns all these halachas and understands them properly, so then his chachma is one with Hashem's chachma that is in this halacha. Now, although <coughs> the soul itself is beyond chachma, but uh, still intellect is the ves- vessel that can hold the essence of the soul. Similarly with Hashem, that chachma is the vessel that can hold or in so Hashem's un- un- unlimited light. Uh, like. And since it is so, through, uh, you know, uniting one's intellect, the intellect of one's soul with the intellect of uh, Torah, which is one with Hashem's intellect. So through this, that also unites the essence of the soul with Hashem's unlimited light, which is beyond Chachmah. Because the soul is enclosed in Chachma, and Hashem's unlimited light is also enclosed in Chachma. In, just like our soul is enclosed in the person's Chachmah, Hashem's unlimited light is enclosed in Chachmah of the world of Atzalus. <coughs> so, so this unites him with the, Ch- the wisdom of Torah and with the intellect, the wisdom of Hashem, which is in which Hashem's light is manifest. And uh, this is the meaning of what it says that the uh, that Terah is the supernal uh, palace of Hashem the supernal chambers of Hashem because in Hashem's chokmah is Hashem's unlimited light itself although when a person learns terah, he doesn't feel this unification. And he's mostly just trying to understand the idea that he's learning, and he might even feel some sense of ego in what it, that if he's understanding the concepts well, but still, since his main intention is to learn Hashem's Torah, so therefore the essence of his soul becomes one with the essence of Hashem, although he doesn't know, but his soul above realizes what's happening. And this explains how the two interpretations of the Chol Shecha are one. Because through uniting our thought and speech with Hashem's thought and speech, it also uh, unites, It also is to giving over one's essence to Hashem. And that's why learning Torah is quenching the thirst of the love, to love Hashem with all our might. So how do we become one with Hashem then? Through learning Torah. Gimel. This is the reason why the uh, the scholars of the Mishnah, the Tanaim, and the scholars of the Gemara, the Maram, were so de- dedicated to Torah. They didn't stop learning for a second. And, and every 30 days, um, some of them would go through the whole Shas. And Rashbi would do so as well. And most of them focused on halacha. There were only a few who were the experts of, of, uh, uh, primarily in Kabbalah. So what did they learn about? They learned about agriculture. They learned about what uh, is impure, all physical things. But in those physical things, Hashem's Chachma is manifest, and through that, uh, the Chachma goes down into the world of bryon, and then into the world of yitzira, and then asiya, etc. and in Chachma is Hashem's unlimited light. And... That's the purpose, to reveal Hashem's unlimited light, and that's why the Malachim sought Torah, but it wasn't given to them. It was given only specifically to the Jewish people, Uh, and therefore we have this ability ability to bring down Hashem's unlimited light into this physical world through our learning of Torah, learning about physical things that brings Hashem's, uh, and so Hashem's unlimited light into the physical world. And then... Uh, when this amazing happens when there's the resurrection of the dead which is the purpose of creation and then we'll be able to fulfill our ultimate uh, ultimate uh, oneness of Hashem within the physical world so through our so then all our learning of Torah that happens nowadays will, will come out so through the person uh, nullifying his soul to Hashem and in his learning of Torah, not to be uh, a uh, 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 self-obsessed, but instead to be nullified before Hashem, and that's the which is the goal of Torah that <coughs> that uh, we want to bring Hashem down into this world that there shouldn't be hollow could either mean don't desecrate Hashem's name or don't make it empty. We don't want to create a void. We want to let Hashem's light come down because we're not a blockage, we're not an ego and the world shouldn't be a blockage. You just let Hashem be manifest. And Hashem is on, uh, only rest in someone who is humble, otherwise Hashem can't stay together and he causes of and then the self-centered person causes a void to, by pushing away Hashem's light. Now, in general, creation of worlds happen through pushing away Hashem's light, or at least concealing Hashem's light. And then uh, and that's the hollow, mock and palo, the void. And then Hashem shone into this void a limited light, which uh, worlds would be able to take. And that curve that limited that line of light, ends at the end of Acilus, but then it breaks through the screen into the lower worlds of Biyah. But that's only nowadays. But when, after Mashiach comes, there'll be the revelation of Hashem's unlimited light beyond any contraction and without any void. And then it won't just be a line of limited light, but it will be Hashem's unlimited light itself. And it will be able to be manifest down here in this world, (coughs) unlike now where the Kav ends in Atsilos, whereas after Mashiach comes, Hashem's light will come all the way down to this physical world. And actually, the reason it can come down all the way to this physical world is because it's not limited. It's not a curve. it's not a line. It's just Hashem's full unlimited light being manifest and therefore can come the whole way down. And uh, because then, uh, when there's unlimited light, then higher and lower is all the same. This revelation is through the Torah that we learn now with uh, self uh, uh, nullification which within that, Hashem's unlimited light is uh, re- resting, although it's uh, hidden until Mashiach, after Mashiach comes. But through learning with uh, self-mobbligation, that bit will connect us to uh, Hashem's unlimited light, and it causes it to be revealed, <coughs> Hashem's unlimited light to be revealed, because our limited bit or our limited level of self-notification has a big impact and awakens uh, has a strong uh, impact above so when we uh, dedicate our thought and our speech in learning terror to hashem and we cause that there shouldn't be a void and there should hashem should shine down extra light into that terah and that's the idea of learning Torah Lishma for its own sake, meaning for the sake of Torah, that when we, that when we learn Torah uh, with our ego, so then Hashem, that helps, <coughs> it helps the Torah, that Hashem's light shines in the Torah, that it shouldn't just have a carve, only a line of godly light, but instead earns so fully unlimited godly lights, but it's not enough to learn to, just to learn We uh, <clears> Like <throat> it says that anyone who says that he only has Torah, he doesn't. He doesn't have even Torah. Instead, what we need is Torah together with the, and in order, <clears throat> in order to. Uh, Uh, So what we want to do is to make our soul um, one with Hashem, with learning Torah, it has to be with uh, passion, that we should truly want to nullify nullify ourselves to Hashem. And this is through first uh, saying Shema and Davening, where we dedicate ourselves and give ourselves over to Hashem. And that's why it starts off first. We say Shema and we say Hashem is one. And then afterwards we say we want to give over our whole soul. So the explanation is when we say Hashem is one, we're we're nullifying ourselves and giving ourselves over to Hashem. And once we do that, then we can then but it's taught, that's within the godly soul. But then after that, we're working on our animal soul also appreciating and accepting this. <coughs> Through iskafya and isabha through subduing the animal soul and transforming it to holiness, and, and this is through reflection and meditation in the way that it understands. And uh, then, when he learns her after first saying shaman davenings, so then his intellect becomes one with Hashem's, and with Hashem's er and so Hashem's uh, God, uh, unlimited godly light beyond chachma. Although, although it's his. Is acts of kindness. that's certainly true and it says that uh, without without that uh, the the whole purpose of chachma is is repentance and good deeds but good deeds also includes davening, um like the gemara and Rashi explained in Mesechta Shabbos Tafkuch So basically, through davening, that's how our, our through prayer, that's how uh, our learning is devoted, of Torah is devoted to uh, dedicating ourselves and becoming one with Hashem. And then that's when it's really effective. And, although, and uh, although it's just our intellect connecting to Hashem's intellect, but inside that, it's the essence of our soul connecting to Hashem's unlimited light. And that will be revealed after Mashiach with